Volume. I'm Paul McNally. Today we start in the midst of a dilemma. The lockdown is is a, is a strange mix of relaxation and anxiety, which which are difficult to funnel into productivity. This is Siswe Mpofu Walsh. He's the creator of SMWX. So it's been a really interesting experience trying to think about how we revamp and reconfigure SMWX at this time. You know, SMWX is a show that is driven so much by the the visual appeal. SMWX is a digital platform that is focused on creating a range of current affairs content, particularly face-to-face interviews, which is, of course, a problem during this time. It really did take a long time to think about how we could do interviews in a way that was faithful to to the kind of product and the kind of idea that that we we have always tried to to build. Sizwe is communicating with us via voice note that he sent to us on the 31st of March 2020. That's how we produce this show. We ask journalists and editors to send us voice notes over WhatsApp. Also because SMWX is focused on politics and political intrigue we took some time to think about you know how best we can use the platform to shift its focus of course there are political elements to this public health crisis but there are also just purely scientific elements and public health questions in and of themselves that that need a, a hearing. And so the the real difficulty was trying to figure out how we position that. Seasware has taken a meditative approach to the crisis, even considering silence as an option. Sometimes it's better just not to say anything. And, and you know, there's this like stampede to, to speak and do new things and have new video conferences, but also you know, this is just a very difficult time. And maybe, you know, just taking time out for oneself, making sure the team is fine and 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 waiting a little bit is also important. And so that that's kind of why we, we took a step back for a few weeks. In fact, we had lots of interviews lined up, which we canceled. You're listening to Media Diaries the COVID-19 edition. This show is brought to you by Volume and the South Africa Media Innovation Program. For each episode, we're going to go inside a different newsroom or organization and explore the challenges that they are facing when it comes to reporting on COVID-19. And for this episode, we are with SMWX, a digital platform focused on current affairs content from a youth perspective through interviews and analysis. We're still with Sizwe as he breaks down the changes they need to make because of COVID-19. So in this podcast, I'm going to take you through the decision um, to start our first lockdown interview, the first interview since South Africa went into lockdown. They're going to interview one of South Africa's top health experts, Professor Helen Rees, who's the executive director of the Vitz Reproductive Health and HIV Institute. You know, I've been thinking a lot about what I want to ask her and how I want to position the interview. Obviously, I think a key question will be, 
HIV and its prevalence in South Africa, her experience with HIV and what she thinks the similarities and differences are between the two outbreaks and then pandemics. Obviously, there are different phases, but trying to get her experience on that and bring it into the realm of of COVID-19. While Seasway handles the editorial side, we get a voice note from the business end in the form of Roy Barola. It's been a lot of fun. Um, the work side of it, the world kind of ending and our economy collapsing, not so much fun. So Roy is the head of Tanga, the business that part owns SMWX. Tanga is to SMWX, I guess you could say almost like uh, uh, we produce SMWX, we, we, we own half of it. And um, we, we support it in technological and visual and audio ways. Roy and his team have all congregated in one large working commune house for the duration of lockdown. We are very fortunate in the sense that our company had the luxury and the blessing of being able to move most of our team into one specific location. Um, so instead of um, shutting down our office and working exclusively remotely, got one or two people working remotely, but the core team is all together in one specific location. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun. It's been very um, challenging, but also very rewarding at the same time. Um, we find ourselves on the, or in the Western Cape, probably not on the Western Cape. Anything on the Western Cape is, uh, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. The majority of Roy's time is spent doing project management work. It's been quite a rough week. Uh, no, it hasn't, because it's only Tuesday, so it's, it's, it's cool. The real difficulty during this time is anticipating what may come next. Looking at our future, um, which is incredibly uncertain, as I'm sure all of yours is, and looking at uh, potential opportunities that we either had prior to the virus or uh, the virus has forced us to manifest or take advantage of, and uh, ensuring that we don't um, lose sight of the greater goal of our organization and what we are trying to uh, manifest in the world around us. We receive our next voice note from Siswe on the 2nd of April. So today's really been about trying to set up the interview, uh, reaching out to Professor Reese's PA and uh, glad that we got a response very soon after saying that they'd be delighted to do the interview. And the interview has been set for Wednesday. Sizwe plans to ask the professor how effective she thinks this lockdown really is. So it's Wednesday and one hour before the interview, we have had to postpone the interview to Friday. And that's completely understandable. Professor Reese, who is involved in the national response to the crisis, has... uh, a lot of different engagements and um, there's also talk that the lockdown will be extended so she may be brought into those discussions so we've had to postpone our interview and uh, that's perfectly understandable so hopefully we'll be doing it in two days on the Friday. On April the 10th Sizwe conducts the interview over Zoom. Spread the fire welcome back to SMWX and thanks for joining us for this special episode in lockdown. He asked Professor Reese whether she thinks antibody testing, which is being done in China, the UK and the US, is something SA would be interested in. If you test the presence of antibodies in someone that has been infected, then you get to see if an immunity has been created. 
and in theory judge if they can freely go out into the world. Thanks for watching the content. Like, share and subscribe on all platforms. smwx.co.za to join the WhatsApp channel. And let's build a new conversation for a new generation. I hear you. Sizwe will send the recorded Zoom file to his editor, Michael Butler. Who will take the Zoom video and then try to overlay the SMWX graphics over that, uh, create a new intro for this new video and put our standard outro onto the video. And then he'll send that back to me so that we can upload it onto YouTube. While we wait for the video to be edited, we receive a voice note from Dinesh Balia. She is an expert in all things media. She is on the advisory board for the South Africa Media Innovation Program and runs the honors program in journalism at Wits University. And one of the beauties of organizations like SMWX is that they t show us the potential of reinventing ourselves, of thinking outside the box. Dinesh is concerned because it's her job but also as a citizen that a chunk of media may not survive the COVID-19 crisis. It's the first week I've noticed no Kilani Gazette lying on the floor in our complex. Kilani is a particularly leafy apartment block heavy suburb in Joburg. The Rosebank Kilani Gazette is the local knock and drop. Last week was a four pager and most of that were ads. It's a sign of how desperately difficult this time is for the media. And it's left me in a position where I'm having to think about whether we have a program in the near future, whether we will have students who would want to take this thing called journalism up, given that there are so few jobs left. Dinesh has had to move her teaching of journalism online. That's mostly what I've been worried about in the last couple of weeks is how to teach what I teach via the mediation um, via the technology, via the platforms, and it's incredibly difficult. The Journalism Honours class under Dinesh produces an online publication called Vitz Vuvuzela. There are also lots of people telling us to bugger off as a, a small community newspaper, telling us that we're not that important. And uh, it's surprising to me. It's surprising to me because I think that the hyperlocal media space is where we need to have innovation where we need to tell stories, where we need to make sure that we get out the information that's not getting out and to get in information that's not getting in. Dinesh is passionate about all forms of journalism. Newspapers, radio, social, television. She is immersed. I walk around my complex sometimes and I see people who are not walking around with their faces and their phones. They're not on Twitter. They're not on Facebook. They're not getting the Rosebank Kelani Gazette. They have the radio maybe once in a day. And so this information overload that the rest of us are subjected to in terms of COVID and coronavirus is not real for most people. And it's striking to me that those of us who do have access to information judge those people so harshly, not realizing that they do not feel the full impact of the weight of what's in the information that's given to us all of the time. So it's the 11th of April and uh, my editors got back and said that he will be able to edit it 
uh, early next week and that's completely understandable it's the easter weekend and people are by the way in different parts of the country so he's in kzn Siswe is in joburg any interest and enthusiasm should be interesting to see because we've never actually done a, a zoom video before and uh, it'll be an interesting experiment as we go forward but the other cool thing that has been happening is is we have been in conversation with 702 um, since early this year to license a podcast that we have uh, created called Unresolved and it's about unresolved apartheid era crimes and they're actually really keen to get going so we're speaking to them now about the launch and how that's going to unfold so as we've been doing this episode and taking you know something of a break from doing so much content it looks like now we've got two irons in the fire Okay, so it is Tuesday, and that is the, you lose track of the dates, uh, 14th of April, and um, I have got the edited video back, and it looks cool. The next day, SMWX releases the video. And in this final post, I'm going to talk about how we've released the content, we, we've done uh how many just approaching around two and a half thousand views across the different platforms for the content since it's come out so that's that's decent uh particularly for these times beyond the video getting released there is other good news for Sizwe and his team next week we're also going to be launching our podcast um in collaboration with 702 so i'll be going on to the radio station with karen morn who is a, a co-author of that podcast and we're going to be doing one episode every month. And that's really cool because SMWX has been a lot about trying to build our own audience, but it should be cool to to actually partner with an existing institution and actually build our audience along with a, an existing and established audience. So very excited about that. Here is Dinesh again. It's Tuesday, the 21st of April, and the South African president, Zoran Poza, has just addressed the nation, introducing a significant economic stimulus package. Cabinet considered various proposals and finalised the social relief and economic support package that stands at the centre of the second phase of our economic response. The president broke this down into three. Firstly, an extraordinary health budget to respond to the coronavirus pandemic. Secondly, the relief of hunger and social distress. Thirdly, support for companies and workers. And fourthly, the phased reopening of the economy. The impact of the coronavirus requires an extraordinary coronavirus budget of around 500 billion rand. Here is Dinesh again. It brings a lot of relief to the poor, the marginalized, the people most vulnerable in our country. What we don't hear about though is how we will support media going forward, how we will support journalists trying to do the job of reporting, of being an ally to government in this instance. 
Dinesh has really been mulling this problem over. Media organisations are really supporting government efforts at this point, um, as much as they're trying to be critical. They're also very much an ally in public health in the fight against COVID. Organisations like SMWX are providing niche content to people. This can be seen in the Zoom interview that Sizwe did with Professor Rees. Filling in spaces and gaps where the mainstream media are not able to access. People want to read from different spaces. They want to access information from different spaces. They want to pick fruits from different baskets. And that is a critical point that we need to be thinking about going forward. On this show, we usually cover media startups, but Dinesh has a theory on where bigger media organizations are going and how they are going to survive in a post-COVID-19 world. Large media brand loyalty, for me, doesn't exist anymore. Choice has become critical choice in terms of what we consume, choice in what we share, choice in realizing that we are part of this media ecosystem as non-media producers. We need to think differently. We need to approach this problem differently. Dinesh also believes that we have to stop being so damn rigid around what journalism has to be. And think about what journalism needs to be. We've held on for far too long to what it is we think should be working. And quite frankly, it's not working. We need to be able to reinvigorate ourselves, reinvent ourselves. We need to think of ourselves differently. We need to think of ourselves as partners in the media ecosystem, in the information ecosystem, with ordinary people who have become far more influential in our audience's lives than we are. Ultimately, Dinesh believes that journalism needs to find a whole new purpose. We need to find a new way of fulfilling that purpose. I also think it's crucial for us to stop trying to focus on the the large numbers, and focus on the smaller groups, those niche organisations, those community groups, the places where media does not infiltrate, media does not find itself present. And we need to ask ourselves, how do we get there? How do we make an impact? Um, And how do we get people to give us a relevance again? This has been Media Diaries, the COVID-19 edition. I'm Paul McNally. The show has been brought to you by Volume and the South African Media Innovation Program. Check out more information about the show either at www.volume.africa or samup.mdif.org. That's samip.mdif.org. The music for this episode was composed by John Bartman. Next week, we will go inside another media organization and see how they are coping and innovating when it comes to reporting on this crisis. Goodbye. Volume.